started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Hello and welcome to Sea Girls Make Do. I'm Alex and I've got chlamydia. Oh my god, I'm Stephanie and I'm a retired slut. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, today we are asking a big question. Season Mm -hmm. 4, episode 6. Are we sluts? Are we sluts? Are we sluts? Hmm. You know, that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So we have to posit to ourselves this week, and it's one our goils are positing. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, it's something most most women have probably thought before in their life. Am I a slut? I mean, even before I had sex with anyone, I was asking myself if I was a slut. So yeah, pretty much, because that's just you know, I mean, well, you're either a slut or or a, a loser, and you're not real. True, exactly. <laughs> so there's only two options. And also you can be both at the same time. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good one. But I I thought this episode was pretty decent, uh, for the most part. It was is a nice smooth ride for me. I mean, compared to like the topics we've been tackling, this one's sort of nice and easy. And I'm sort of glad to just get into the sort of silliness of the show and have a bit of fun again. Me too. Same. And this is like a nice week where we're still in the like Aiden honeymoon like this is nice. So Yeah. We're in, we're enjoying Aiden for the most part. Uh so should we jump in? Oh yeah. Uh oh yeah. Okay, so we start with speaking of Aiden, we start with Carrie and Aiden and they're making out um in her doorway. He's got his hand like right in her ass. <laughs> right up the ass yeah right right in there (laughs) on the street (laughs) or not on the street at their apartment just yep uh yeah they've had four dates now and he still hasn't slept over yet i guess because she asks him if he wants to sleep over and he's like oh i I, you know i gotta go feed pete the dog yeah and like carrie's like a little bit disappointed and he just kind of walks away and that's that she seems kind of confused though she's like what like four dates and he still doesn't want to come in hmm we go to samantha and she's having her own little booty call i love this because like the man shows up at her door at two in the morning and like before he's even inside she just drops her robe and she's like fully naked (laughs) in true samantha form yeah and so like then we see the next morning she's walking downstairs and she's got like her glow about her and Mm -hmm. Like, all of the residents of her building are, like, at the front desk. And apparently some woman's been held up at gunpoint and robbed. And they're all freaking out because the guy, like, the the burglar crept in with Samantha's guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one woman's just like, who has a guest at two in the morning? Like, <laughs> Samantha's kind of just, like, walks away, like... <laughs> Hiding her face. She's like Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. style, like pulling her collar and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It's really good. Uh, she also has this like a beautiful le- yellow blazer on in this scene. And I'm just like, God, I, I need to own this. 
I loved it. Great outfits on this this uh-huh. episode. We see there's like a montage coming up, which is great. But mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> then we go to brunch and like Samantha is you know upset and she's like, "What? What the fuck? Like <laughs> it's not my mm-hmm. fault." <laughs> True. And uh, then we get a really interesting story from Charlotte, which uh, oh boy. <laughs> This was something, like, whoever wrote Charlotte's plot this episode had a time. Like, I don't know who <laughs> hurt them, but, like, seriously, yeah, okay, so Charlotte is distraught about her date with this guy that she went out with, and, like, it was mostly fine. Like, he's this investment banker, he's decent, and Sam's like, oh, well, what, did you sleep with him on the second date? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that your problem? Uh, Charlotte's like, okay, it was our third date and the sex was good. Um, and then she kind of doesn't want to say what happened. And I don't blame her because if this happened to me, I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, like we get a little like a flashback and they're in bed and we just see like him on top of her. And he's coming and he says, you fucking bitch, you fucking whore. And then ejaculates, presumably. And Charlotte's just like, what the fuck? Why would you? But she's so, she's too confused to say anything there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't blame her. Yeah. I did think it was funny because she's just like, well, why, why would he say that? And Samantha's <laughs> like, maybe it's because you were fucking him, honey. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm like, this is the thing. Okay, so we find out later that he just says it like reflexively. He doesn't. It's not mm-hmm. his thing. Like, he's not doing it on purpose. And that's even weirder. Like, if uh-huh. if his kink was, like, saying dirty things to her, then, okay, well, that makes sense. But no one just has, like, fucking ejaculation Tourette's. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, ha- he had a cum blackout when he yelled that. Uh, <laughs> it- it's wild to me. And yeah, no, it's, I don't know what kind of trauma you have to have in your life for that to be something that you say just unconsciously and don't realize that you've said it. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, it's really dark and like, (laughs) they're all really confused. And then obviously Carrie has to make everything about herself and she's like, "Um, well, Aiden and I haven't even been having sex. Yeah, Charlotte's having more sex than me. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, what? You haven't slept with Aiden yet? They kind of make it sound like Carrie and Aiden have been together for, you know, like a month and they still haven't slept together or something. Um, we find out later that that's not true. <laughs> I th- I think she says they've been dating for like a week and a half. Uh, yes. <laughs> so it's not unheard of. Yeah, a week and a half, but they've been on four dates, which seems like a lot for someone you just met and I guess they must really like each other but I guess but then Charlotte like asks she's like genuinely worried about like am I a whore because he called me that like does he really think that about me and she's like no one wants to marry a whore and I don't want people to think of me like that and you know they're kind of just like well I mean you've racked up quite a number they're, I'm not gonna say that but like that's that's pretty much what Miranda says to her like, like I'm not gonna call you a whore but you slept with a lot of people <laughs> you know um, yeah the girls are like no Samantha says well if you're a slut what does that make me true and all the girls kind of just go quiet like mm. <laughs> but yeah i mean miranda's like look i'm not gonna call you a whore but you have slept with a lot of people you know i mean we all have yeah 
and that's kind of just how it is. That's just the way uh, it is. It's just reality. Oh, yeah, then we go to Aiden and Carrie making out again. Yeah, yeah, they do love to make out. They're like teenagers, it's kind of gross. But Yeah, true. <laughs> so they're at her door and she says, do you want to come in? He says no. And she storms off, like shuts the door in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And it's a little dramatic. It's a little dramatic, but she's just so horny. Like, that's her motivation. I love it. And he knocks on the door and answers. And she's like, Basically, he says to her, look, I don't want to sleep with you immediately because I've slept with people and I don't know if I like them yet and it hasn't worked out. So I want to wait until I'm sure. Yeah. And he does reassure her, you know, it's only been a week and a half. Like, it's okay. It's, <laughs> you know. It's not that weird. <laughs> no, it's not that weird to wait that long. And, like, once Carrie gets back inside her apartment alone, she's just like, oh, my God, it's been a week and a half. Like... <laughs> why did I just expect us to be sleeping together immediately? And then she puts a post-it on her computer monitor that says romance. Because she's like, I've forgotten about romance. On the monitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a reminder. Just literally just the word romance. <laughs> yeah, not anything else. Like, not like, oh, reminder to write your article. It's just romance on a post-it. And... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we get our question, and she's really freaking out. She's like, oh my god, I forgot that, like, guys can just be romantic. Like, that exists. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like, well, okay, so before her question, we find out that Miranda has chlamydia. Oh, yeah, that is before it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's not that big of a thing. It's mostly just her being like, I have chlamydia, guess what? Uh. Yeah, she's walking in the park with Carrie and she's just like, oh, I got a test. And it, apparently it was just like her gynecologist just threw it in just to see. And yeah, she's got yeah. it and she's like, great, now I have to fucking contact everyone I've ever slept with and tell them that they should get checked. Is I don't really know how chlamydia works. Like, would she not have kind of had it for a while like, I'm wondering how, like, would she not have, like, would it not just be, like, impossible for her to not have passed it to Steve? I mean, I guess if they're having sex with condoms and stuff, then they're, she may have not transferred it to him, but. I think, so, yeah, obviously, it's, it's, there aren't really any symptoms until it's, like, really advanced. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's why she, she could have had it for ages and not known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, totally yeah, I think if sense. she's having sex with Steve and they're lucky and they're using condoms every time, then, you know, he might not have it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the part that confused me was, but then I was like, well, yeah, I guess with condoms that kind of like reduces the risk, but it's still, you know, there. Yeah, well, know. it's not like the, it's not like crabs where you can just get it. <laughs> well, true, true. <laughs> I think it's, yeah, I think you have to be having, you know, full pen, like you have to be without a barrier, which is why you should always wear a condom. Mm, they're Eric. useful. Yeah. I say. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just very matter of fact. And, like, obviously, having to contact everyone you slept with seems kind of like a shitty thing. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And this kind of prompts Carrie's question about how, well, well, this combined with just 
Charlotte's am I a whore question and why do I want to have sex immediately? She's just like, okay, well, like, if you're a 30-something woman in Manhattan and you're sexually active, then, like, you're gonna have a certain number of partners at that point. And her question is kind of like, well, how many men is too many men? And then she says the fun line of, are we romantically challenged or are we sluts? Uh, I feel like any number of men is too many men because I dislike men. (laughs) That's a good point. In terms of sexual partners, I don't really think there's like a limit, especially like there's no, there's no fucking law. No. I can be judgmental, but I'm probably not if you're a woman. If you're a man. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Because like, I'm just, straight men have this thing, at least in the UK, where they have these like, like triple digit numbers and they sort of Mm -hmm. boast about it like that's something to, like I should be, you know. Uh, turned on by the fact they slept with 200 women yeah i I definitely am gonna be more questionable about men who are just like especially because the thing is men don't get judged for it so it's like whereas like women i'm like oh good for her like good for her yeah Uh, but with men i'm just like oh please like no one's judging you anyway like who cares how much sex you do or don't have like there's and i mean mathematically like uh, like if i do the math which i can't you know, I'll make you do that. But there, it just annoys me because, like, you see so many people, like, it's just, like, a weird thing where guys will be like, I sl- I've slept with 800 girls. And you're like, you're 21. How have you done that? It, it, that's just physically impossible. Like, if that was my number, I would downplay it. If I was a, like, even if I was a guy, I'd be like, <laughs> like, 800? Like, no, that's not. That's eventually you lose count. I know you can't count past fifty. Like, yeah, it's just a lie. So I think I don't really think there is too many because unless yeah, <laughs> I think about it and I'm like, I don't even know if I've had sex eight hundred times. Period with anyone, let alone that many people. And I've spent like over ten years of my life in a re- in relationships, and I'm like, I don't even know how like. You'd have to do it, like, every day. It's, like, yeah. I mean, I do think most, a lot of people, you know, specifically, like, lads, 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 kind of over-exaggerate. But realistically, the realistic, you know, people who are honest probably don't have any, you know, anything that is disturbing. Yeah, no, true. Uh, Yeah, the whole idea of a number is so stupid, too. It's just, like... I, I don't know who cares who's counting i don't know it's <laughs> it shouldn't be about the number of people you've slept with no. it's like it's you should be having sex with people because you enjoy doing it not because you're trying to have like you know meet a quota <laughs> yeah you're not a cop yeah hopefully not if you're a cop and you're listening then um fuck off <laughs> roast yourself <laughs> if you're a cop and you're listening uh don't <laughs> Because we mm-hmm. we do talk about smoking weed a lot. Uh, it's legal here, so they can eat my entire asshole. It's not for me. So um, everything I'm saying, I'm playing a character. Um, I'm like Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just saying. Just remember, she did that thing. She was like, uh, well, you know, my my idiot girl persona. She's <laughs> she says like, and she said she had like a persona to get off with racism or something. I don't remember. Oh my god, that doesn't surprise me. No, um, (laughs) 
everything I say is alleged and you can't prove it in a court of law. And if you're a cop, then fuck you. Um, Mm -hmm, True. Anyway, so we see Charlotte and she's on a date in a fancy restaurant and they're talking about fish, which I hate. Um, Ugh, same. So she confronts him uh, eventually and he says, yeah, oh, I don't even remember saying that stuff to you, which, um, like we said, he must have some sort of like amnesia. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild, and he he's kind of surprised by it. Like he's like, oh my god, I can't believe I would say something like that's horrible that I would say something like that. And well, no, he he doesn't say that till later, I guess, because here he's just like, oh, I don't even know what you could possibly be bothered about that I that I could have said. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that um, but like that's right before they skip to them nut- <laughs> nutting, and he yells it again. <laughs> yells it again she's like that you said that and he's like what and she you know says you fucking bitch you fucking whore and he's like <laughs> heartbroken he's so upset mm-hmm. he's just like i'm never gonna say it again like you're the kind of girl i could marry like oh my god i i would never call you a whore or a bitch <laughs> i would break up with him right there if we've had if we've been on four dates and he's like you're the type of girl i could marry i'd be like no but then i'm not charlotte and i don't really want to get married like immediately so Mm -hmm. extremely yeah i i don't know how she's continuing to go out with this guy after this because first of all that's a lot to hear on a fourth date but at the same time (laughs) it's like oh my god also it's maybe a red flag that he has some deep-seated issues that are like causing him to call you a bitch and a whore when he nuts like he either has some like issues with women which come out like sexually or he has some sort of amnesia Tourette's like undiagnosed combination where he's just saying things and doesn't remember saying them which maybe he should go to a, a neuro a, a neurosurgeon a neuropath someone who deals with brain shit because that's not right <laughs> That ain't right. This is just so unusual, and I don't understand how you can just not remember. But, like, okay, just also, can we just deconstruct, like, what is with men and, like, when they have sex with you, when they feel like, oh, it's hot to say disgusting shit like not dirty talk not like not just like sexual stuff but saying stuff that's just like calling you a bitch or a whore or something like like it's not a problem i've had with many people but it is an issue that i've had with one person which is the the evil ex which was uh where it would be like oh yeah i why don't I just call you a slut during sex? Like, and it's like, that's not something that I ever asked for. And it's not something that turns me on. Why is that something that would turn you on to call someone a slut in the middle of sex? Like, well, like, not to kink shame, but I mean, uh, there becomes a point where it's like, oh, there's like a dominant and like a submissive kind of role between it's just like abuse that makes me come. there's a line where it's like yeah it's basically you're literally getting off on verbal abuse <laughs> like i from the tales i've heard from my friends it seems like they've elevated to just random choking now men go to therapy challenge <laughs> yeah men go to therapy challenge anyway i am i would never date anyone who does that ever again so thankfully that's in my past but <laughs> i think that's a red flag definitely mm. like oh yeah if there's a 
you know, not to kink shame. I mean, we do love to kink shame. You should never be horny. <laughs> there is, there's, if you're into something, uh, if you, and you sort of talk about it and agree with it beforehand, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Two consenting adults doing stuff privately. You can do whatever you want, but like, I still think you should, you shouldn't force it on someone. Yeah. There's a huge difference. Yeah, you might, mm. even if you're just saying things, you might say something that can be really upsetting. And yeah. you should probably analyze where your kinks come from because they might be completely harmless or they might be really fucking weird. In which case. Well, they might be rooted in, you know, misogyny and hatred. So if that's the case, you might want to evaluate it. I don't know, but that's just me. It's none of my business, Kermit drinking tea. So, uh. <laughs> uh, that has been Kermit drinking tea corner. So, corner with a K. Anyway. Uh, so then we go back to Stephen Miranda, who are in bed and he's kind of like getting his horn on. And Miranda's just like, can we not tonight? Because I have chlamydia. <laughs> Better than I have a headache. True. And he's like, what's that? What's chlamydia? Doesn't sound good. Okay, the fact that he didn't know what chlamydia is. I have some questions about that. I know we need we need to have someone to explain shit to the audience. But like, how is he a grown? He's an adult man. He's like a 30-year-old man. And he's like, oh, it's chlamydia. I've never been tested for an STD in my fucking life. I'm an idiot. And it's like the year 2000, he has no excuse at this point. Like, no excuse whatsoever. Like, I knew what chlamydia was in the year 2000, probably, because of going to school. Like, Yeah, I mean, maybe, or, I mean, he very clearly grew up in Brooklyn. But, like, I was going to say maybe he went to a Catholic school and or something, or he went to a very religious school and they didn't say shit about, um, fuck. That's possible, it is possible. I feel like he's sexually active enough that it's like, you cannot be this sexually active and this stupid about it. Like He's a bartender. Is no one, like, has none of his friends, he hasn't heard, overheard anyone say, oh, so-and-so's got gonorrhea or chlamydia or syphilis. Was syphilis uh-huh. still around? Yeah, I have no idea. I had a relative <laughs> who died of gonorrhea. Died? Died? died yeah. It? Yeah, this is like in, like, the... <laughs> This is like the 50s or something, so. Okay. I didn't even know you could die of it. The thing is, I know about all of these STDs or STIs, I guess, but I don't know what the specifics are of most of them. Like, I'm not sure what the symptoms are for most of them. I'm just, I just know. I mean, I think most of them don't really have symptoms apart from like yuckiness, so. Yeah, yeah. The specifics aren't, have never been that, you know, necessary to me, for me to know. But at the same time, you know, I'm an adult. I've heard all of them before. I've, you know, been to a gynecologist before and been tested for things because I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah, I've been to a clinic. It's just a little swab. Like, you should get regular checks. Um, and you should, you know, I think, especially, I know over here, I think there are like particular places for under 25s as well which are just like little walking centers so they're pretty good and i remember oh my god this i just got a flashback i remember like my last sort of year of school i was like 16 and it became like a trend to have like um these socks that they would give out the std clinic oh my god (laughs) 
like to say that you've been shut yeah to say that you didn't have anything like they would i think to like try and encourage you know young people but like everyone would get them to be like i am having sex see i went to the clinic and they were like these little pink socks and That's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, so you knew which girls were clean and who had had sex because they had the fucking chlamydia socks. Oh, that's so funny. I love the idea of being like, I'm having sex and, like, bragging about it because it's well, so, like, pre... <laughs> it's such a 16-year-old thing to do. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who cares? I don't give a shit. Yeah, between the ages of like 15 and like 21, you're just like, I'm having sex. And everyone's like, yeah, sure. I, I care about that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's such a thing. Uh, and this part pissed me off because Miranda said, okay, so since I have it, you should get tested. Um, he's like, oh, why? Like, you're the only person I'm with and you have it. And it's like, you are so dumb. You are so dumb. You are so dumb. <laughs> She's so fucking stupid. She's like... Let's just live with it. Let's just live with chlamydia. That's our third roommate, chlamydia. <laughs> So she's like, and like earlier in the episode, she's like, well, it can cause infertility. Like it can cause a lot of, you know, infections and issues. Um, mm. One of the main ones being infertility. And because he doesn't know shit about fuck, he's like, oh, let's just pass it back and forth to each other. And she has the most serious face on. She's like, Steve, we can't do that. <laughs> I can't believe she has to say this to him. You, you shouldn't have to say, let's not pass a disease back and forth. Because <laughs> um, that's a stupid fucking idea. Let's not have a disease which is going to rot my fucking ovaries inside out. Like, <laughs> Fuck. And like, Miranda just like, she, she tells him, just go to the clinic. Like, it's fine. And he is such a fucking baby about this he's just like go to the clinic get my dick looked at like (laughs) it's just i can't believe men are such fucking babies about getting checked for like stis and shit like that like i mean because like it sucks it goes in your little dick hole but like have you ever had a fucking speculum that shit sucks it's wild to me. It's just like, I don't understand why some people are just so like, I'm not going to bother getting checked. And it's like, j- like, okay. I need to tell you something horrible. Okay, so there's been this show on television. You know how British reality TV is a gold mine? Um, well, you're going to love this one. So it's basically, there was another show like this, but it went off the air and this is a new one where it's like in a sex clinic and they basically like show all the fucking shit. Like you don't see dicks, you don't see, you know, fannies, but you just, you know, you basically, you watch people get their tests done. You find out what weird (laughs) fucking, you know, parts they have. Uh, There was one where a guy didn't know that he only had one ball, which was great. Um, I mean, I guess you probably don't spend a lot of time looking at it, but you'd think you'd be able to feel it. I know, guys. Like, I know <laughs> that people play with their balls. Like, come on. You can't tell me you don't play with your balls. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Uh, and then this other one. I might have to edit this out. It might be too disgusting. But he he had never washed his foreskin. Oh, no. That's bad nope Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so we couldn't pull it back (gasps) 
He couldn't put it back because it had like sealed shut from the fucking smegma. He never knew he had to pull it back and clean it. And that's the type of fucking dude I feel like Steve is. If he wasn't circumcised, which he probably is, like, he's that like, oh, I have to get my dick checked? Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, you have to get your dick checked. I'm going to lose my mind at this. (laughs) I just, it's just, it's just that like, cis men are like this. I don't know why. They just are. It's like, I don't want to. And they're babies about it. And I don't get it. It's like, I don't get it. It's like, you know, if you have a vagina, getting a pap smear is just, you know, you do it and you suck it up. But like, if you have a dick and you go to get that checked out, like, God forbid. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, so I hope that haunts everyone's nightmares. Uh. It's going to haunt my nightmares. I'm so afraid of this <laughs> this person going into the world. Like, if this person has had sex with someone and someone saw a dick that was, like, shut from the smegma, like, that's just... <laughs> my dick is closed for business. I'm sorry, the shutters are down. It won't come out. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so evil. Like... Oh well, no. Steve goes to the doctor. Oh yeah, and he's like, and we get like a comedic like the doctor pulls out a Q-tip, and he's like, he like um he does this the thing the scream from Home Alone into the fucking camera. Mm-hmm. Pretty much because he says we need a sample from inside your penis, holding up the Q-tip. <laughs> I think even like in some places they let you like when I had my test done, they just let me do it myself. Oh, that's nice. And I think they do that in some places. They just let you do it yourself, which is nice. You just go behind a curtain. You're like, whoop, whoop. Yeah, that would be nice. I've never had that done before, but I think it's because I've always just, like, had it done at the same time as a pap, where they're like, we got to go in here. And I'm like, okay, have fun. I don't have to get my pap done for another couple of years, so. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) I I don't think you start getting them done till like, 25. Oh, really? I had to start getting mine, ew, wow. I think I got my first one when I was, like, 18, maybe. I don't know. Oh, God. And my mom just, yeah, my mom just finished her um her smears. So there's only, you only have to get it for 40 years. It's great. It's good. I love it. <laughs> I love to have the cervix just, you know, scraped. It's Ooh. good. Yeah. Oh, I did have a doctor press on my cervix once. That was disgusting. I didn't even know he got his fingers up that far. It's just like you're in there, I guess. I guess that's what the like the the like you know they go in there with one of those you know like those things that you use to lift up a car so that you can like change yeah, the tire. They basically speculum. put they basically put that inside your vagina. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Like, and then it makes it makes like a sound when it comes out. It's like. Oh. Yeah, it's like time to change this tire in your uterus. <laughs> uh, oh god, it's, it's horrible. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then we see uh, Miranda writing her list of her her um, conquests. Yeah, her her list of every person she slept with. Uh, yeah, and she's. I think she gets a bit distraught by how long the list is, which she didn't really realize. And uh, yeah, then she she starts calling the people that she has on her list to be like, yep, you know, like, uh, well, yeah, she doesn't call them until, like, after the next scene, but, like, she has to call them all up. Uh, so then we see Samantha and 
she's oh this is our montage this is our <laughs> montage it's great so she's in the uh the elevator and there's like a woman with her her dog her little bijon free frise like it's a little white fluffy dog you know you so you know she's a rich bitch and mm. uh she is samantha she says to samantha oh we know it was you who let that robber in because you're always having men up here every time i see you with another man and <laughs> then <laughs> samantha is like excuse me and we see a montage of her in this same lift with a new man in like a different corresponding outfit to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. And she's either like making out with them. One of them she's giving like a full on hand job to. <laughs> like you're in the elevator for like all of what? Maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> she's giving him a hand job in the elevator. She's already like her hand is in his zip in his flies the, and it's she's one where she's got like a thong and she's got like a huge like whale tail it's great uh-huh it's good <laughs> i'm proud of her i love her i love her so much she's she's nothing but valid this episode mm -hmm. i agree uh so, <laughs> so then she does have a we you know flashback to present day samantha and she's having a realization that okay maybe maybe it is kind of her fault but also not really yeah like it's not like she was trying to let this guy in and you know was like planning the robbery like she just happened the guy happened to come in at the same time as this other guy so and you know it should be the it's the job of the security and the doorman and everyone like that's their job if she says she has a guest and that guest says hi my name's whatever and there's just some random man behind him then that's an issue mm -hmm. yeah that does seem to be a problem like i'm pretty sure buildings still have security even at like two in the morning when you're in a building this nice yeah. but i mean that's half your rent is paying for the doorman to be like hello <laughs> pretty much imagine having a doorman my god I cannot. I don't even have a door right now, so. <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, recently my door, well, okay, so I live in a building that's like kind of like a house, but there's three apartments in it, and the very front of the building has uh, like a front door to it that leads into like a main entranceway, and then there's another door. So like my, my building is still locked, but the very front door blew off in the wind like a month ago, like at the beginning of March. And fucking my landlord has not replaced it yet. There's just, there's no door. I have no front door. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where we're living. God. Uh, I hope you get a new door soon. You deserve one. I need to email my landlady and be like, where's my door, evil Stephanie? But. Fuck fucking landlords. Um. A cab, a cow, and a cab. Uh, so then we move on to Miranda, and she's in her office. And this is so relatable. She's on the phone to someone, and she's like pretending that she's having a good time. And then as soon as they hang up, she just goes back to her like resting <laughs> bitch face. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I also love that she's doing this at work. Oh yeah. Well, you might as well get paid. Oh, yeah, getting, like, company time to have chlamydia? <laughs> Hell yeah. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I phone my exes and tell them I have chlamydia on company time. <laughs> it's true. Oh, okay. Um. So, yes, yeah, so then she gets a phone call back from one of the guys, and he's, like, some Wall Street dickhead. He's got the suspenders and a stupid tie on. He looks like a twat. And... Uh -huh. 
she's like, oh, you know, hi. And he's like, yeah, what is it? Hurry up. <laughs> she's a dick. He's such a dick. And she says, oh, you should get yourself tested because I have chlamydia. And he's like, oh, yeah, I had that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's like, why didn't you tell me? And he said, oh, because you told me not to speak to you again. She's like, yeah, I remember why. And then they hang up. Uh, yeah. What a fucking dick. What a but. dick. That's pretty much it. And then then we get fucking Aiden and Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I guess, at Carrie's place with food and they kiss again because that's all they do they're always at carry so this was presumably filmed in one day they're in that set <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and she keeps making these comparisons like well he does this like a boyfriend but he does this like a friend like are we boyfriend and girlfriend or are we friends like i know it's been a week and a half but you know what's the deal I, my favorite part is when they're watching the TV and he says, I don't care what anyone says. Catherine Zeta-Jones is attractive. Like, no one's debating that. <laughs> Who is calling her unattractive? Oh my God, have you seen her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I, don't, I don't know what. And she's, she's like, well, that's a friend thing to say. And then he's like, oh, but she's not as hot as you. And she's like, well, that's a boyfriend thing to say. <laughs> also, he's a liar. <laughs> yeah. I would just say liar. She is beautiful. Um, I know it's it's true. The best thing about being bi is being able to like talk to your boyfriend and be like, "God, Brie Larson was so hot in that," or like playing HQ trivia and being like, "Oh my god, I love to see Sharon. She's beautiful." And it's just like you just both agree on it. So it's like, oh Shazza, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, I mean, and the good thing is you're dating Matt, and Matt will talk about how hot guys are as well, so everything works out. It all works out. Yeah, we can just share openly, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, you should be able to do that in just, like, a, a relationship where you're both straight, too. Yeah, you should like. be able to say someone else is attractive, but maybe don't rub it in anyone's face. Yeah, true. It's just nice when you're able to, like, both agree on the same person and be like, yeah, true. <laughs> true. Um, so then... We see uh, Carrie's on the phone with Charlotte, and she's eating on the phone, the ultimate sin. Mm-hmm. Eating when you're, I think, like, because even if you're talking to someone, it's still disgusting if you're eating, but you can communicate in a way outside of just talking, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was listening to a podcast, and I had to stop because they were fucking, like, full-on eating. It's not like they were eating a fucking meal. Like, they weren't just like, oh, I'm just going to have a little, just going to have a little cashew nut. <laughs> like, they were just sloppily eating for, like, a solid few minutes. And I went, do you know what? I, I'm going to have to leave because this is too unprofessional. Yeah. Um, That's disgusting. I could not deal with that. And it's just like when you're talking into a phone or when you're talking into a mic, it picks up on all the little sounds in your mouth and everything. It's so different from talking to someone who's eating in person because it's not like you have your ear against their mouth and being like <laughs> hearing all the sounds. It's so different. It's just, yeah, not hearing like mouth sounds and stuff. It's mm -hmm. disgusting. Uh, so she's on the phone to Charlotte and she's like, oh, he's being weird, like... I don't really know where I stand with him. And also, he's been in the bathroom for 30 minutes. <laughs> which is yeah. disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> I would... Well, after, like, 10 minutes, I'd be like, are you okay? Are you ill? Do you need to go home? No one needs to be in there that long. 
it's a long time. The only reason I'd ever be in the bathroom for like a half hour would be like, I could probably stay in the shower for like 20 minutes if I like wanted, but then I don't know what else for another 10 minutes, so. Yeah, if I'm having a bath or if I'm doing like a like a full ablution, like I'm exfoliating, I'm moisturizing, I'm putting mm. on some fake tan because I'm, according to my mental health uh, <laughs> feedback, I'm white and I'm like having an Ariana Grande style crisis. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you, get your, you get your 23 and me and back and it says you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Like, mine and hers get swapped, and it's like, and she's like, oh my god, I'm black. And then I find out that I'm Italian, and I'm like, suicidal. Uh, I don't want to be Italian. That's so valid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um. So, yeah, if I'm doing, like, a full Korean 10-step, like, face wash, cool. Uh-huh. But, like, 30 minutes, someone and someone else's... <laughs> someone else's bathroom that is criminal that's illegal unless you're dying <laughs> get out you gotta have a you gotta have a good reason probably that oh, seems yeah. like pretty and like maybe you got the flu and and it's bad but like yeah i don't know uh but she's telling charlotte about like she's like this is weird he's been in there for 30 minutes and then aiden calls her so she's like okay i gotta go do this i guess and been in the bathroom for three minutes and he's like carrie got over here i'd say oh what have you been doing tell me what you've been doing first and she goes over and he's run her a bath and i literally went oh i found this so unrealistic oh yeah I, this totally broke my immersion <laughs> in the show Your immersion mm-hmm. because there's no way he ran a bath and she didn't know that's but baths are so fucking loud to run her apartment is not that big there is no way she did not know that's what he was doing on the bed and her bathroom is like maybe seven foot away um yeah I, I mean, I did immediately go, oh, that's sweet. And then, you know, I thought about it and went, wait, that doesn't make no sense. So. Yeah. And a half an hour? How long does it take to run a, it takes like five minutes to run a bath. Why has he been in there for that long? And like, he lit some candles and everything. It's cute and shit. But like, the bath will all be cold by then. So I, my theory is that he was taking a shit and was in there for like too long. and was like, oh, fuck, now I have to do something. Yeah. He probably did. And he like was lighting candles to like get rid of the smell, and then he was like, "I guess this is romantic." Uh, so he waited for this. Yeah, he waited for the smell to go, and then he ran the bath. And he's like, "I'm gonna look so fucking good if I do this." Oh my god, he probably did. Like that. That's better than my theory because my theory was that the reason she didn't hear it was that he ran the bath so slowly <laughs> that she couldn't hear it. Like it was just like he ran it at like such a like the the water was coming out like at a water pouring speed not like a bath filling speed and she had no idea so and it took a half an hour yeah and the bath is freezing cold because of it yeah no for sure (laughs) it would just be it would just be like tepid uh tepid bath i don't like that no i need a hot but every time i get in the bath i think every single time i'm like oh fuck this is too hot and then five minutes later i'm freezing 
Yeah, the thing about baths and showers, too, is that you need to get into them and your skin needs to sublime off your bones. Like, by the time <laughs> you get out, you should just be a skeleton. And all of your skin, it's just faded. Your skin has vaporized and, like, that's the ideal. Yeah. I'm just like Jason and the Argonauts, like, claymation skeleton. That's my ideal form. Yeah, same. Like, that. that's the ideal human form, so get used to it. You might not like it, but that's it <laughs> and then yeah so she's like really touched and she's like oh are you gonna come in it with me and he said no i'm gonna go home <laughs> which is my favorite part then he ran a bath and then he's like uh see ya you have to you have to have a bath now because i ran it for you maybe she didn't want to have a bath maybe she didn't want to do that maybe she had one this morning she doesn't want to have another one uh, yeah it is a little bit it's a little bit weird i don't know and it, yeah i don't understand why he's suddenly just like i'm gonna i'm just peace out now like he, it makes no sense maybe okay so if your theory is right maybe it makes a bit of sense because maybe you want to stick around and have her like sit in the bath and it's later be like what's that smell like what's going on like it's a <laughs> it's a shit and run <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want her to like piece together what happened, so I better leave. And then, yeah. it, <laughs> I don't. This is so weird. And she, and he's like, oh, well, you know, we're not gonna have sex, but I'm gonna be thinking about you naked. Oh, like why not so just it's not the friend thing? Yeah, why not just bang me? Um, <laughs> if you're gonna see me naked, uh, uh-huh. so she's in the bath. And, we, and she's like, you know, got all the uh, all the soap suds perfectly covering up her nipples. And yes. then he's like, by the door. I don't understand the geography of her apartment. Same. Was was he at the door to like the closet that leads into her bathroom, or was he at the front door? <sighs> she can't see that from her bath. Yeah, no, she can't, because, yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. I was very confused about this. I was so confused, but he's, <laughs> she, eventually she convinces him. She's like, oh, come on. And he gets in the bath with her, and it's it's cute. They're having, they just, you know, soaping each other up. Yeah, just a nice little bath. And the bath is definitely too small for both of them like i don't know the baths are like i feel like the idea of taking a bath with someone sounds really nice and romantic but in reality in practice it's just like this is not fun and like he's but, a big guy he's a big dude mm-hmm. you'd think the water would be like over if he if he put enough water in this for her in the first place it would be overflowing people like let's be real maybe he maybe they just let some water out <laughs> I remember I walked in and my parents having, my parents used to have baths together and I walked in on them once and I was like, I didn't, well, I was like five, so I didn't even think of it as like a sexual way because I, you know, when you're like little and you like bathe with your like siblings and your friends and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, so I didn't even, I was just like, hey, what's up? I want to have some chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't care. And... <laughs> <laughs> i love i mean i do love kids because they just burst in they're just like hey what's up <laughs> <laughs> true it's true so i mean i still don't understand how they both got in the bath together i don't understand 
Yeah, I don't understand if she like stripped down in front of him and then got in the bath and then he left. It seems like she did. But like what kind of tantric nonsense is that? If you're like, oh, I'm, I don't want to have sex with you, but I want to watch you strip off and get into this bath I drew for you. And then yeah. I'm going to leave and jerk off. That's pretty much what it sounded like. And then he had to get in the bath too. So clearly she would have had to him him to get into the bath unless she was like, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to look at your dick. Dick's float. So I'm, she must have seen his <laughs> dick. <laughs> they float. Just It floats up all the way to the surface of the water. And then there's like a perfect soap bubble covering it. So you can't see it. Yeah. And Pennywise comes up and it's like, oh, the dick's float down here. Oh my god. I just, I don't know how big it would have to be to actually float up, though, like from where he's sitting. I don't know. This is the logistics of this. This entire scene from start to beginning makes no sense to me. Like, there's not a single thing logistically that makes sense about this episode in terms of Carrie's apartment. <laughs> it's, it's like an MC Escher painting. It's not real. Uh, we, we do find out that he does have a big dick. At least, yeah, and it doesn't curve. Learn that too. No, it's straight. It's like straight. I don't don't know why it. Like I don't know why it matters anyway. Like I thought it was funny earlier when Carrie was like, "Well, because they they kind of speculated at brunch, like why would he maybe not want to have sex with her yet?" And he, someone was like, "Well, maybe his dick curves to the right," and she's like, "Well, then I'll go left." And I'm like, "What?" What does that even mean? Like, once it's inside of you, it, it's going pretty straight. It straightens out. Whatever direction it's pointed. I mean, all of them point a, a different way. It would be kind of interesting if you did have, like, a... Like, you could put a level on it. Um, oh, yeah. I always kind of wondered if it depends on which way you kind of flip it up when you put your <laughs> pants on. Like, does it just kind of, like, get kind of... You know, like, if does you... Does <laughs> Does it kind of, yeah, because, you know, like, oh, if you do, if you hold your face like that, it's going to stay like that forever. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> One of those kind of things. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never asked. I've never, I don't, maybe we should do an experiment. Well, I don't know. And you know how, like, a lot of people have that thing where it's like, well, if I do something on my left side, I have to do it on my right side. Otherwise, it just doesn't feel right. Like, I, that's yeah. me sometimes with stuff. Like, what a, is it kind of like, well, half the time I got to flip my dick to the right side and half the time I got to flip my dick to the left side, like, so that it's even? Like, wouldn't that bother you if you're kind of like a symmetry person? I don't know. My body's rather sm- symmetrical. Uh-huh. So I haven't had to face that quandary, but... If you have a dick, uh, write in to seegirlsmakedo at gmail.com. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, tell us about, tell us about if you switch it up sometimes, dick oriented, cause I'm kind of curious. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't sleep together, but. Yeah, no, they don't. No, but I think Carrie's on the phone to Samantha, right? Samantha talks to Carrie after she gets like chased up to her bedroom well not chased but like she gets back to her apartment and there's people in the lobby who like whisper when she walks by and then like when she walks away they like i don't know she's kind of just like if you have something to say to me say it to my face and like yells at them and then they basically yell at her like you're bad for the building yeah (laughs) they the quote we see the old woman and she has like an eye patch on and she's like i can't open my eye and literally everyone we see in her building has been like old and white except for this old lady's carer yeah 
every single person. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she's on the phone to Carrie, and Carrie's like, he's got a straight dick. And Samantha's like, that's wonderful. Uh, I'm thinking I should move because everyone hates me. <laughs> yeah, they say that, they, she says they chased me like I was fucking Stein. <laughs> Which is really good. And Carrie Carrie smartly says they can't evict you for having sex. <laughs> I, I mean, they can't. But, like, yeah, if everyone hates you and is constantly judging you for something you like to do, then, you know, I understand her, her uh, you know, aggression. I do, too. And she says, I just think they're jealous. <laughs> yeah, probably. And uh, let me True. go to Charlotte and her like her man and they're trying to have sex and he's too afraid to come this is so hard to watch (sniffs) just like watching him struggle to not nut he's like on top of her and he's like nearly crying he's like restraining himself and he's trying not to say it i think he does though doesn't he Oh, he does, because, like, he gets to a point where he's just struggling, and it's so uncomfortable to watch, and Charlotte's like, oh, fine, just do it, and (laughs) she basically is like, it's fine, just do it and get it over with, and then he comes and he yells it just, like, always, but then, like, as soon as he rolls over, he's just, like, so ashamed, he's, like, he just, like, covers his face, and uh, basically we find out from Carrie's voiceover that, like, they stopped seeing each other, and he basically started seeing a therapist right away. (laughs) Good for him, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that he went and did something about it, because a lot of people are, would just move on and, like, let that be, but... <laughs> be, like, time to find myself a girl who likes being called that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but, no, good for him. Um, And then we go to Miranda and Steve, and she's, like, you know, they're talking about the, the clinic results and everything, and they're just in her bedroom... And eventually he asks uh, what her what her number is, what her body count is. Yeah, it's kind of like playful because she calls herself, she's like, I'm a diseased whore. And <laughs> she, she talks about how she had to make a list of all the people that she slept with. So it wasn't like he was like asking because he was like, Jesus Christ, how many people do you sleep with to get chlamydia? But he was yeah. like, she was kind of talking about her list already, I guess. And um, she's like hesitant to say how many people she slept with. Because like, obviously, like you get judged no matter what. Like it's too small. It's too big. Like, yeah. And it's also her boyfriend. She probably doesn't want to talk about the people she slept with to her boyfriend. Like, that's a weird topic, I think. But I don't know. It's like something that I always hear like people talking about. And it seems like such a weird thing to ask for like a defined number, not like how many relations, you know, you sort of figure out sort of like how many serious relationships you've been in. Or you might say, well, you know, I i wasn't really focused. I was just kind of having a bit of fun. And you go, okay. But I think. Yeah, asking for, like, a defined number. For some reason, maybe it's just straight people, I don't know. But they're always like, you know, oh, you know, you get to that stage in a relationship where you tell each other how many people you slept with and you go through all of your exes. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you just that's just a stage? That's not a stage. That just comes up naturally. That makes – it's just also such a thing where it's like – it just seems like – I don't really care. I don't know. Like, I feel like I wouldn't bring – I mean, maybe it's also just because my boyfriend and I have known each other – since before I was sexually active. So it's like, I've known him since I was 16 or 15 even. So it's kind of like, I don't think it, like, we know pretty much everything about each other's dating history already just because we've known each other for so long. So it's like, we don't care. (laughs) I don't know. But even then, yeah. I feel like it's something that comes up, but like it, 
I always hear about people talking about it like it is a, a defined stage as in the whole, oh, yeah, you need to sleep with each other on the third day and then tell each other everyone you slept with on the seventh. That's so weird. I've never heard that before, but... It's strange. Um, but anyway, she eventually tells and she says that her number is 42. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he says, not bad. That's not bad. No, no. I mean, mm. yeah, like, she's a 30-year-old woman and... She's been playing the film. She whatever. She enjoys sex. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, that sounds like a perfectly normal number for someone who's like 35 or however old she is. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Everyone's going to be different. You could be 35 and you might have slept with two people or one person or no people. And you could be 35 and slept with 40. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, you, you can also be like 20 and slept with 40 people. And it's like, that's also normal too. So yeah, it's it, it's a number. It really doesn't really mean anything. And, but then she asks what his number is, and he's like, no, it's embarrassing, and I've had enough embarrassment going to the clinic and everything, and so Miranda starts, like, guessing, she's like, 10? <laughs> and he's like, okay, higher. Uh, and then she says, 60? And he says, higher. And she sort of stops there, and she's like, six, more than 60? And he's like, I'm a bartender, and I'm cute. It's like, okay, one of those is true. Uh, (laughs) He really does look like, and I cannot stress this enough, he looks like like a Chad version of Woody Allen. Oh my god. (laughs) He just reminds me of, like, your friend's kid brother, but, like, 30 years older, you know? He does, he does. This is a man, this is a man who wears short sleeve shirts. Like, not even nice ones. He's wearing, like, a... I'm sorry to attack short sleeve shirts. I just really don't think they look good on men because I think you look like a little boy. <laughs> he just looks like a little boy, though. Yeah, like, that's true. Just, yeah. Not the ones... The He's wearing, like, the ones with, like, the hard, like, starch collar. I think the ones... Like, the sort of 50s ones, like, okay, like a bowling shirt or something. It can work. I'm not against it in principle. But there is a specific shirt, and you know the fucking one I'm talking about, which makes you look like a boy at, like, Easter. (laughs) Yeah, and that's very Steve. It's... Also, just his personality is very boyish. Like, it's very... I don't know. It's like... He's very immature, and that's just not... That's not my bag. Mm-hmm. Same. You're dating Matt. <laughs> I know, but like it's different because like he's mature in a lot of ways that Steve isn't, even True. though we like to make fart jokes together. He so. he's playful, he's impish. That's how I would describe Matt. He's impish. Impish, interesting. Yeah. He's like puck or something. Like he's just like an annoying not annoying but he is like a little (laughs) like a little pesterer that's how i sort of imagine him like i do like him don't get me wrong but (laughs) he he is like a little playful little creature but oh for sure yeah he's mature in like the ways where it matters you know yeah like he's not gonna throw a tantrum if i make more money than him or something like that like he's a normal person who (laughs) yeah yeah he's just a little silly yes i like silly i like silly a lot i don't like silly is good baby i don't like no i mean i like baby in the way that's like basically i'm baby but i don't like baby in the way where it's like (laughs) i'm a child and i'm gonna throw a tantrum so there's a difference exactly yeah you want to be partners you don't need to mother 
him and i feel like that's what their relationship is like well that's the other thing is like miranda miranda does not have the type of personality where she can fucking deal with that shit like no she can't be like oh i'm gonna just let go and i'm gonna be like relaxed like no (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah no not at all that's not miranda's personality at all and well like the end of the their end of their story is just that that's it. They kiss and we get a carry voiceover, which is very apt. And it says, note, men who have slept with a lot of women are not called sluts. They're called very good kissers. And she's right. And she should say it. She should. Mm-hmm. I love to call men sluts. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I <laughs> love to be like, yeah, that man's a slut. He sleeps around a lot. And it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means... You're a man, so it's not like anyone's judging you for it anyway. So no, I do. I do love himbo. Uh, I do love himbo. Oh, yeah, I love me a himbo. I feel like that is more. That's a um, like a subgenre of the male slut. But a himbo is real, True. and one day I will have my own himbo, and he'll be fucking stupid, and I'll <laughs> love him. Yeah, you need to get yourself like a John Ham on Thirty Rock. Oh <gasps> yeah. Like, that yeah <laughs> like not a, not a don draper because that's gonna be i'm too emotionally vulnerable but yeah yes. he's just mm-hmm. handsome and he's a little bit dumb and you know that's that's my kind of thing it's valid <laughs> uh and then yeah we go back to carrie and aiden i'm like fucking god uh and mm-hmm. then okay so her hair is wet um so presumably they just come out of the bar i don't get what this is like but they just got they just got back to her place though. I'm confused about what's happening. I'm so confused. I feel like this was something was written and then taken out. Like this is weird. So yeah, she's saying like, oh, we went out and then came back, but her hair is wet and she's in a towel, so clearly she could just go out of the fucking bar. It makes no sense. And he, because yeah, he's like, oh, what do you think about me staying over? And because. Carrie's just like, oh, but what about Pete? Like, you gotta get someone to, you know, Pete's gotta get fed. And he got someone to watch Pete. Yeah, he's like, oh, I got my supers kid to go look after him. And she's like, you knew this whole time you wanted to stay here. And he's like, yeah. And then they start making out. And then we get a voiceover and she's like, you know, I was nervous because, like, this is the, you know, it wasn't the first time I ever had sex, but, like, this is probably going to mean something because we didn't immediately have sex. Again, they've only been dating for a week and a half. What is wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I this don't isn't know. That weird. It's just, like, <sighs> waiting a week and a half doesn't mean it's going to mean something. I guess it means that she's already developed some feelings for him, so it's not just, yeah. like, some random person. I mean, like... There's a, I don't know, I mean, it's going to be different from person to person, but I know that, like, at least for me, what if it's someone I actually care about, it's going to be different from someone I don't care about, but, like, yeah. that's, I, I don't know, it... <laughs> Her story doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm, like, happy for her, I guess. Like, it's like, okay, well, you do you. I don't know. She, yeah, she's nervous, and they sort of go to the bed together, and he's, like, on top of her, sort of, like, (laughs) this is so funny. They're on the side of the bed, and his, like, legs are off. He's, like, crushing her. Yeah. He, like, (laughs) falls over onto her, basically, on top of her while they're still holding hands. And it's, like, kind of cute, but also just logistically looks so uncomfortable. So Yeah. His, like, whole Mm. body weight is on top of her. It's not great. He's a big guy. He probably weighs, like, what is he? he, I 
don't know. He, he's definitely over 200 pounds. Like, he's a big guy because he's, like, really tall and, like, built. Yeah, he's he's a big t- – and she's, like, fucking skinny and, like, five foot four. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> like, yeah, he's on top of her and then we see, like – then we see them in bed and, you know, she's got her fingers in his chest hair and they're all cuddled up. And it's yeah. cute. Yeah, that's nice for them. This is where the episode should have ended. Yeah. Yeah, this is where it should have ended, and then we get, like, a weird final 30 seconds. Not even that, really. Yeah, we just moved to Samantha, and she's moving... She's moved to the meatpacking district, and, you know, the voiceover's like, yeah, she's, you know, it's all trendy and new, and no one's gonna give a shit that, you know, she's fucking a new man every night. And, yeah, this is, like, the the problematic part of the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... They really didn't have to do this, like, because basically she's just in her new neighborhood walking to her new place, and then she walks past, like, a group of trans women, and Carrie's voiceover has a line that's just just not great, and yeah, it kind of sucks to hear. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, like, heavily implied to be sex workers who are just hanging out in the daytime. Um yeah in their like uh pre-woman outfits pretty much yeah they didn't need to have these extras here it really could have just been like samantha moved to this district and that's pretty much it so we gotta show this edgy Uh uh-huh true as she gentrifies this neighborhood oh fuck i mean that really is what she's doing samantha jones the gentrificator but her new apartment is much nicer it's like very trendy and modern so i'll give her that i mean by no effect i have to i don't need to hand it to her (laughs) yeah by no means do you have to hand it to her (laughs) but yeah she's just i mean it's not like the show is treating the girls as like gawking at them but samantha herself is just like hey yeah she's just like what's up ladies so that's fine it's just the the carry voiceover is the part that sucks so but Samantha's not really doing anything apart from gentrifying the neighborhood. Which is its own problem, but yeah. that's... <laughs> should be expected from a rich uh, yeah. white lady. Um, so yeah, rankings. Mm. Okay. Who... Okay, fuck. I'm trying to remember. Who who would easily be the worst this week? Well, Steve's the bottom. Ugh, Steve's always... Oh, Steve always the bottom. Um, Miranda is obviously a top. Big strap energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't feel like you know how was it last week where everyone sucked i don't feel like anyone really no one was bad this week no one yeah. was like a terrible person like ugh, carrie was annoying so i guess she goes on the bottom um yeah carrie was annoying and kind of like what are you even trying to say and then i'd probably put charlotte next just because i thought her story was boring like she had like three scenes and it was literally just that someone was yelling at her and then she breaks up with them so that was like good for you i guess but also boring and then i'd probably put i don't know between the other two i don't really care like maybe i'd put samantha second and miranda first yeah i mean i'll i'll hand it to miranda for i'll give it to miranda because she did have to get chlamydia so true that sucks um and she did have to deal with steve being like why don't we just pass chlamydia back back and forth Mm-hmm. Pretty much. She looked at him and Steve said, please clap. <laughs> P- please give me the clap. Yeah. Ta-da. Um, that's my joke, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, I would more or less agree with you. Like, I don't know. I mean, Samantha did very much gentrify a neighborhood, which is bad. Um, but, like, yeah, she didn't really, I don't think she really, you know, was that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her her plot overall was fine. Like, it was really just that she moved out because people were judging her, and literally that was her entire plot. It was boring. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'm gonna more or less agree with you. It's all kind of murky. It's murky mm-hmm. this week. Um, True. But yeah, so should we go into questions? I think so. I think we should go into questions. Okay, well, if you want to send us questions, then you can go to seagirlsmakedo.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And if you don't have a Tumblr and you want to ask them elsewhere, then, you know, Twitter and Gmail are both seagirlsmakedo. So you can go there. Uh-huh. True. You can also send anonymous questions on uh, Tumblr, too, if you want. I think anonymous is enabled. You can tell us what your dick looks like. But don't send a picture. If you send a picture, I'm going to literally kill you. We will kill you, yes. But if you describe your dick to us, then that's at least creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or at least just tell us, just just send it a message that goes left, right, up, down, and tell us which way your dick points. That I'll be interested in. That's cryptic and interesting, and I'll pretend like I'm a little private detector sleuthing. Um, yeah, and don't put your name on it. No, no. <laughs> Just the cardinal direction. <laughs> the cardinal dick direction. Oh. Um, so we have two uh, questions this week. First one is from, we're both from friends of the show, actually. But the first one is from Haunting the Morgue on Tumblr, aka Morgue, uh, who asks, what would SATC try to tackle poorly nowadays if they were doing bisexuals and interracial dating back then if they try to tackle those two things now do you think it would be better the same or worse my bets are on the same or like maybe they tackle one better than the other but in a woke liberal kind of better Mm, yeah that's a really good question so yeah what do we think they'd tackle nowadays i really think like it would be gender would be a big Mm -hmm. one gender would be a huge one like one of the things i mentioned when we did the bisexual episode is kind of how i felt like i feel like if they tried to do something like it now then they would probably try to be like like i don't know obviously bisexuality and you know that has existed for a long time but they kind of treat it like it's something that people don't really understand and like i feel like they would try to do something like that with maybe like having carrie date like a non-binary person or something where it's like this has been a thing for a long time you're just very uneducated or like a trans guy or something and be like oh you know do the whole thing like if i'm dating a trans guy am i still straight and it's like yeah you are shut the fuck up yeah, I feel like they would try to, like, eh, I don't know. I don't know what how they would tackle it, though. Like, I feel like they would, I feel like no matter what, they wouldn't do a good job. Like, it would be kind of from the perspective of, like, oh, what does this mean? And it's like, you could just, you know, have it just be a normal story instead of being an issue you're tackling, because it's not an issue, but. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but it's like. You know, the same way they sort of came from bisexuality, from, like, I mean, the creators are gay, but, and, like, it sort of is this very, like, binary perspective. And coming for, like, I mean, the interracial thing wasn't as bad, but it was still coming from a very white perspective. So I feel like anything, like, if they were to tackle the genders, then it would be from a very cis perspective. And it's, like, it's just, that's not interest, And that's not interesting. 
No, not at all. I would hope that at least nowadays they would be like, they would realize that there is kind of like, you know, a bigger kind of social justice movement and people will kind of criticize them more nowadays if they fuck up something like that than they would in the year 2000 or 99 or something. Yeah. But like that shouldn't be the reason why you put more of an effort in, but I feel like that it might cause them to put a bit more of an effort in. But at the same time, there's still HBO and there's still, you know, we're edgy TV, so. Mm-hmm. I feel like we would definitely, we would definitely have like kink shit. We would definitely have polyam couples. We delving. Yeah. One, some, one of them would be in like a poly relationship and it would be like, there would be in a thruple and then Charlotte would have a mental breakdown and like not be able to continue. <laughs> That's pretty much that's true yeah i could see them very much trying to do that um i don't really know what else they could try to tackle and do a bad job of i mean (laughs) anything anything that they really just try to make an issue like i feel like they could also they could also try to do something politically where it's just like in this day and age like could i date someone who wears a mega hat like (laughs) oh my god oh my god God, Carrie dates a fucking Republican, and then Charlotte's like, oh, well, I don't really mind. I voted Hillary, but, like, I didn't vote for Barack Obama. I'm not going to explain why. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think that they would do that good of a job, no matter what. It's like, any, if anything, like, no matter what the subject is, if it's them tackling it, I think that's the main thing that makes it so bad. Like, you can just date people. It doesn't have to be tackling a topic. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the whole thing of, like, like, yeah, with last episode, and it's like, well, obviously, if we're going to have one of them date a black guy, it needs to be a thing. We can't just have that be a character. We have to wait until, like, season, (laughs) what, five for that? Uh, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) We have to wait, like, what, another two seasons before Miranda just dates a black guy, and it's, like, not a big deal. Um, Mm. out of, like, 90, whatever, 90, like, two of them are you know people of color and one of them's a whole fucking episode about it and like Mm -hmm. out of all the guys they date i feel like yeah everything has to be like we're going to tackle this issue and it's like no can we just have like fun and i don't know maybe one of them's a premature ejaculator or something yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah or like you could date a bi guy and it could just not be a thing you know it could just be like that's part of his personality or the writers could pull a jk rowling and be like well actually like three of the men that carrie dated were bisexual we just never mentioned it um but it turns out that they canonically are yeah (laughs) i love it like oh you know aiden had a tail and you're like what (laughs) yeah you just never saw his ass so why would you know so carrie didn't bring it up because she's not judgmental so yeah Uh, so yeah let's get to the the second part of the question which is if they try to tackle those things now would it be better or worse or the same i yeah Uh, i mean talking like yeah i think they are sort of more knowledgeable that there is like a, a more of a a calling for social justice in the world and everyone is a bit you know, the world progresses. It's been 20 years. Like, let's not pretend that if something came out in the 80s and was shown in the 2000s, like, we would have been like, oh, this is kind of fucked up. So, I yeah, I think things would progress. I still, I mean, the show isn't made to be woke. Like, it never was intended to be that way. It's just meant to be, like, fun and silly. And I still think it would kind of be that way. It would be, like, broad sea, in my opinion. I think so, too. Yeah, that's definitely what I think. Because, like... I don't know, like, Broad City is one of those shows where it's, like, it has issues, and it definitely does the, like, lib femme woke, but, like, 
not thing. And yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I can still watch it and enjoy it, but it's not, I'm not watching it for my politics. (laughs) Mm. No, I'm just watching it because it's fun. Like, so yeah, I wouldn't want it. Like, like you were saying, I don't think I want to see this tackle anything particularly. I just, like, the show is at its best when it's just being silly and we're not having to get into these, like, you know, deep minefields of, like, actual problems. It's it's better when it's just like, oh, this is just relationship drama and that's what it is. Yeah, we don't need to get into politics or anything about it. Like, they don't... No, I feel like the shows would be less offensive now if they did it, you know, with a 2019 lens, but... I mean, doing it at all is maybe the issue. Because they're not fucking prepared for it, are they? <laughs> like, that's the, at the end of the day, they're not prepared to really get into these things. And that's not what the show is about. I feel like they, I, like, if anything, they wouldn't so. do it worse. I feel like they'd either be the same or a little better. But they certainly wouldn't be like, you know. I don't think we can get more racist or more biphobic. <laughs> I think we did that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's our onions roasted. Yeah, that's my caramelized onion. Ooh, yummy. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Okay, so next question. Oh, thank you, Morg. But next question is from Tumblr user Mike Dawson, who asks, which girl would most likely end up dating a gamer and how badly would it go? Uh, first of all, gamers rise up. Second. Yep. If gamers are oppressed, then why Simon? <laughs> uh, so I, I feel like it would be Miranda. She dates the most man children. That's true. Like, I feel like Steve, a modern day Steve would probably be a gamer. Steve would be Fortnite dancing. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine Steve fucking flossing? I mean, he's a fucking child. So probably like... <laughs> It is big with the youths, and he's a, he's basically like a so. Yeah, at the STD clinic, and he's flossing to kill the time, and she's like, please stop, I have chlamydia. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. feel like he would be the biggest game, or maybe Samantha, like, she dates a younger man, and then he's playing, like, what do the gamers play nowadays? Um, I don't know. Everyone's talking about Sekiro. They could be, he could be playing that. Yeah, he's just talking about know. Sekiro, and I don't know. Yeah, it's like me when my friends are talking about games I've never played. I'm just like, oh, cool. I extremely thought Sekiro was like a very cutesy game based off of the name, because I was like, oh, that sounds like it's probably the name of like a little animal or something. And then I found out that it's like Dark Souls. So. That's the th- like, I watched the trailer, and it was like this fucking cool, like, Japanese whole thing. And then it was like a Dark Souls game, and. Um, I, I love to have fun, so I'm not playing any games that are hard. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim, and I've just been turning the, just been turning the difficulty down every so often, because I just want to have fun. I love to have fun. I love to have fun. Oh my god. (laughs) Get that, like, once you get to a certain skill level, like, playing on EB not fun, but, like, at the same time, I'm bad at video games, so fuck that. I'm, yeah, but... Everyone's talking about Sekiro and Apex Legends, and I'm just like, are you winning, son? Anyway, uh, that's all That's all the questions. That's it, everyone. That's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, Anne. That's it. That's all you get. That and our plugs. Plugs. Plugging. Plug it up. Plug it up. You always go first. 
I go first. These are my hair plugs. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm Joe McHale. I got my hair plugged. Oh, no. Yeah, that's me. Uh, so what's up? You can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. You can find me on Tumblr at Wimfall Island. And that's literally it. I'm nowhere else. I just, those are, that's all of the places I exist. You don't exist in a physical form. No. No. Thank God. Uh, Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you can find me on Twitter at DorkPhoenix69. And then on Tumblr, I'm just DorkPhoenix69. I claimed that URL. The person who's got the fucking hyphen in between Dork and Phoenix, suck my fucking left nut. My God. (laughs) (laughs) You were also on Tuning Fork this week. I was. It was really good. Thank you. I was with a friend of the show and boyfriend of the show, David and Matt, respectively. And (laughs) we talked about Lulu. Uh, We all had a terrible time. But it was yeah. fun to record, and I think we put out a good episode, so. I think it was. I listened to it, and it was really good. And it definitely, like, I mean, I didn't go out and listen to Lulu after, because, you know, you guys convinced me. You, you got a pretty good argument for why I shouldn't listen to it. Uh, and I heard the clips, so the <laughs> clips were bad. So, uh, but it did go out and listen to Christopher Lee afterwards, because you guys were talking about, uh, you know, Christopher Lee and shedding the blood of the Saxon men. So, oh, yeah. uh, I went and listened to that after. Um, And just... Just so you guys can picture, like, this in your mind's eye, I am wearing my Metallica t-shirt as we've been recording. Good. That, so, that's good. It's an Unjustice for All one. Uh, it's been distressed because I've been wearing it. I wear it all the time. And then on the back, it's got the band members. And one time my mom said, why does your t-shirt have cavemen on? <laughs> and oh, my God. I said, that's Metallica, mom. And she went, but they look so ugly. So I mean, she's go. right, but like <laughs> the illustrations—it's not the actual faces. Oh, I see. I mean, she's right that they're ugly, but also you're also right that they're Metallica. They are Metallica. I do think James Hetfield is kind of hot. Um, mm. I don't, even though he has like always had shit facial hair. So, mm. hmm. Oh, who can never be sure? Uh, maybe it's just because he's big. That could be it. Yeah, I don't know enough about what he looks like to say. But I remember him being ugly. But <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it, everyone. That that that's all, folks. Um, uh, that's all. Uh, so check us out next week. We'll be back again and shed the blood of the Saxon men. <laughs> yeah. Hail Satan. Bye. Bye.